Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Very pleased to start another season of conversations with the Hall of Famer from WIP and NBC Sports Philadelphia, Ray Dininger, as Eagle season is just two days away from starting as they take on the Washington football team. Ray, thank you so much for the time. Really appreciate it. Looking forward to talking to you twice a week again this season. The first thing I'm wondering is, I, I heard you on Angelo Cataldi's show on WIP earlier this week, and he was asking about your excitement level for football season. And you're a huge football fan. Fan. You're, you're a football journalist. You've been covering football for a very, very long time. But your answer was kind of surprising to him. So I guess I'll ask sort of the same thing. How do you feel that football is finally back? Uh, I'm, I'm happy, but uh, I'm concerned. I'm, I'm, you know, we've never started a football season under this kind of cloud uh, that, okay, it started. We know it's underway, but is it going to finish? That's um, that's the concern. We've never, we've never faced this kind of situation before. Now, basketball made it work. Hockey's made it work. Baseball has had its ups and downs, but it's continuing to work. So I'm trying to be optimistic that we can make it through a football season, but it's, uh, it's going to be the most challenging season that any of us have ever seen. And, uh, and so, you know, while I'm excited to get it underway, there's still that lingering feeling in the back of my mind, are we actually going to be able to take it through to a Super Bowl? Last night, they were able to get last night underway on time in Kansas City, Kansas City and Houston. Um, I'm sure you watched. What, what did you think of last night? I was pleasantly surprised uh, at the play. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised that uh, it was a pretty clean game. Not a lot of penalties, not a lot of sloppiness. Uh, the Chiefs came out and played really well. They played like the Chiefs. And uh, that that was kind of reassuring because this has been such a turbulent crazy off season. Uh, the teams did not have the spring camps. They didn't get all that work in. Uh, the training camp has been, was modified, uh, and shortened. Uh, it's been incredibly difficult for the coaches to get their players ready. It's been next to impossible for rookies to get in the amount of work that they normally would. And so my feeling was that, Oh boy, when the season starts, man, it's not going to look anything like pro football, but you know, last night I have to say that the chiefs, and both teams, but but particularly the Chiefs, I thought looked really sharp right from the start, uh, and it was a good, crisp football game. So, you know, maybe you know maybe they'll be able to fight through this. Maybe it'll be better than I thought. I but I expected this to be a really a really rocky start to the season. But last night there really wasn't much evidence of that. Like you mentioned, Ray, there were no um, there were no OTAs, there was no off season workouts, and there was no preseason games. And training camp was much different. Um, how were you able to prepare for this season, you yourself, without the things that we're so used to having? It was very difficult. I mean, I don't feel like I have nearly the handle on this Eagles team that I've had on the the other teams that I've covered. I mean, I've 
<laughs> this is my 50th year covering the Eagles. Hard to wow. believe to say that, but I mean, I started covering them for the for the old Philadelphia Bulletin back in 1970. So this marks 50 years for me. But I've I've never gone into a season uh, in all that time where I felt so disconnected from from the team, and uh, uh, and that's that that's an odd feeling for me, and it's very unsettling. Uh, I kind of have a general idea of some parts of the team. Uh, the guys that I've seen before, I think I know what Carson Wentz is about. I think I know what Fletcher Cox is about. Uh, but I haven't really had a chance to see the whole team together. I really don't know, um, you know how the rookies are going to fit in. I mean, normally by now, you know you've, you know what you've got in your rookie class. You've, you've seen the kids through the spring. You've seen the kids through the summer. You've seen them through preseason games. And even though people say the preseason games aren't very entertaining and yada, yada, the fact is, at least they do they do offer the opportunity to see some of the young players, some of the new players, and how they're fitting into the offense, and how much they're going to contribute, or how little are they going to contribute. Right now, that's still a mystery. So, you know, I I I wish I had a better feel for what the Eagles team is. I I think that, uh, and I kind of feel that way about the whole league. I mean, it's I think it's a year. Every NFL season comes with surprises. There are teams that that you didn't think were going to be very good that suddenly rise to the top. And there are teams that everybody thinks are going to be right there who have a big fall off year largely due to injuries. There's so much there's so much on there's so much that's unclear in, in a season. But I think this year more than ever, um this is this is going to be a year that I think it's going to be a week to week proposition and uh, the Eagles are just one big part of that equation. So then my next question is either silly, difficult or a combination of both. What should Eagles Eagles fans expect from their team this season um i i'm trying to take the i'm trying to take the approach that it's going to be they're going to be the kind of team that they've been now for a while uh in that they're going to be they're going to be a competitive team i think they're going to compete for the division championship uh i don't think they're a powerhouse um i mean i think they've got some a couple of areas of real strength uh and i think they've got some areas of concern but they have the advantage uh, over all the teams in their division, at least, of having the same head coach back uh, in Doug Peterson, which certainly helps. And uh, and they have the best quarterback in the division, I believe, in Carson Wentz. And if if you have those two, if you have those two things, um, you've got uh, you've got a pretty good you got a pretty good foundation to build on. And my feeling right now on the eve of the season is that I think the NFC East is going to play out really like it has pretty much for the last several years where it's going to be kind of a two-team race. I think it's going to be the Cowboys and the Eagles fighting it out for the top spot and Washington and the Giants bringing up the rear. Well, you mentioned Doug, and I'm glad you did because it reminded me that I wanted to ask you this question. Doug is entering, if my math is correct, year five with the Eagles as head coach. Uh, He's got a much different staff. There's a lot of voices in that room. I think we talked about that uh, sometime over the summer or the spring about all the new assistant coaches that he has. Um, do you think that since the Eagles, after winning the Super Bowl, have, I don't know if declined is the right word, but they went to the second round the year after, they lost in the wild card round. Obviously, Carson Wentz got knocked out of that game and that really affected that game, but they lost in the wild card round last year. They, they've kind of declined in terms of how far they've gone every year. Do you think, in your opinion, that Doug is, and this might be a dramatic way of saying it, coaching for his job this season? No, I, I no, I don't. I re- I really don't. I think they they felt like they needed to make some changes on the offensive coaching staff. Um, I don't disagree with that. I think they needed some new ideas. I think they needed to sort of freshen up the playbook a little bit. Uh, and uh, so, 
I, you know, they brought in some new guys and, uh, that's going to be, that to me is one of the sort of unanswered questions. When you, when you asked, how do you feel about this team after not having been able to see them in the preseason? That was one of my big concerns was how, how are all of these new offensive coaches, uh, how are they going to put this whole thing together? I think that they're going to, I think they really did want to change the offense and bring in a lot of new elements and a lot of new, um, concepts. And they didn't really have as much time, I'm sure, as they would have liked to have get that all on the field. So how ready are they? Um, but the over, you know, the the larger question you're asking me about Doug and his job security, I, I don't, I don't see, I don't see him being in any jeopardy. I really don't. He's, uh, you know, he won you a Super Bowl a couple of years ago. Uh, he's had the team in the playoffs each of the last two years, uh, and uh, and I think that I think it's been demonstrated that. Uh, that, that these guys play hard for him, and I think he has a he has a real strength of his ability to relate to the players and communicate with the players. Uh, and uh, I've listen. I was as skeptical as anyone when they when they hired Doug Peterson to replace Chip Kelly. I mean, I said Doug Peterson really, but he's proven to me to be a really good coach. And I think his relationship with uh, certainly with the owner is a solid one. Uh, and uh, so no, I I don't think that there's I don't think there's any hot seat there for Doug Peterson at this point, because I think, I think the roster is such that, and the composition of the team is such that they're going to be right in it again this year. I I don't, I don't see there being any big fall off. I mean, I think that, that there'll be in there contending for a playoff spot and that would make four years in a row. And there aren't too many coaches in the NFL can say that. I guess one more thing that I want to ask you, Ray, before I, I get to this weekend's game. Uh, yesterday, the the headline, the the headline piece yesterday that that really caught a lot of headlines was Zach Ertz and his contract discussions. Are I guess the contract discussions that were happening before they reportedly stopped, according to NFL Network. And Ertz sounded rather frustrated yesterday. Um, what do you make of that situation with Ertz and his future with the Eagles? Um, I I think it's troubling. Uh, I really do. Uh, he had not really spoken out about it until uh, until yesterday, uh, and he made it clear that uh, that he's very frustrated and uh, and uh, kind of perplexed by the situation because he's been a great player for this team from from the day he arrived, uh, and he's emerged as one of the top tight ends in football. Uh, he is almost certain this year to break the team record, franchise record for receptions in a career, which is no small feat because this team has receivers who are in the Hall of Fame, and he's going to surpass their numbers. Uh, so, you know, I think he has demonstrated that uh, that he he, he like he likes this city, uh, he likes this team, uh, he considers himself an Eagle. He's put down roots here, and and he talks all he talks all the time about wanting to be one of those rare players in this day and age who actually begins and ends his career with the same team. I mean, that's important to him. And I think he's earned that. Um, the, uh, the trouble is that the Eagles in terms of a salary cap are in tough spot on a tough spot right now, uh, especially looking ahead to next year. If you project, if you project their salary situation into next year and what you project the salary cap to be, you know they're they're in a tough spot. I mean they're they're one of they're one of the teams in the league that looks like it might have to actually shed some shed some payroll. And I know there's a feeling that people say, well, listen, he's getting up. He's going to be 30 years old. Uh, you've already got Dallas Goddard, who's proven that he's a really good tight end. You know you can move on from Zach Ertz and save yourself a few dollars. I I just think that would be a mistake for for a couple of reasons. Number one, 
uh, you can't replace the relationship that he has with the quarterback, Carson Wentz. And everybody always says that, you know, this whole franchise, everything sort of rides on the quarterback and it rides on Carson Wentz. And to a large degree, it does. And if that's the case, then you have to do everything you can to keep Carson Wentz in a good place, uh, to give him people around him that he has confidence in. Uh, and uh, last year, they certainly weren't getting it from the wide receivers. I mean, the tight ends are the teams that ca- are the guys that carried this team to the postseason. And Ertz was a huge part of that and finished the year playing really hurt, but played went out there and played for his team. Uh, and uh, and also the fact that this is a team that is really offensively, at least, really wedded to the 12 personnel. I mean, this is a team that their offense, more than any other offense in the league, works out of a two tight end set. And you let Zach Ertz go, I mean, okay, Dallas Goddard's a fine player, and he'll stay, but you go try to find a second tight end that's as good as Zach Ertz. I don't think you're going to be able to do that, and if you don't, then you're going to have to, you know, you're going to, have to move away from the 12 personnel and become a three-wide receiver team, which I know this coaching staff have gotten great mileage out of the 12, and I don't think they want to, I don't think they want to lose that just for the sake of a few dollars. So I'm trying to be optimistic, uh, and my feeling is I think that uh, you know, Ertz is a reasonable guy, uh, and uh, I, I think that they'll they'll see this thing through, and I think I think they'll work out some kind of an extension that uh, we're not going to see Zach Ertz leave this team after next year because I think he wants to stay, and I think the team ultimately will realize that they they're a much better team with him. Well, they've won a lot of games with him. Uh, what's it going to take uh, Ray to win this weekend's game? What are the key matchups, and what do the Eagles need to do to beat the Washington Football Team? When you look at the at the teams on paper coming into the season. Um, the Washington team, to me, is is pretty much near the bottom. Um, they, uh, I mean, they got a good coach. I think Ron Rivera is a good coach, but they've gone under tremendous upheaval this year. I mean, the whole nickname thing that was part of it. Um, they've they've torn apart the front office and let a lot of people go. Uh, they're still trying to figure out whether their quarterback Dwayne Haskins is really the guy they want. Um, brought in a, a new offensive coordinator, a new defensive system. A lot of change in Washington, and uh, and I, I think it's going to be a struggling year for them. And the Eagles have really owned the series; they've beaten them six in a row. Um, the the big problem with the the big problem with the Washington team, uh, from the Eagles' standpoint, is blocking their defensive line. Uh, the one area where they're strong, and they are strong there, is on the defensive line. I mean, they've got wall to wall first round draft picks. Uh, the, the the kid that they brought in from Ohio State this year, Chase Young, really really a good player. Uh, it's going to be a big-time pass rusher. I mean, I think he's going to come in and have kind of a the same kind of impact that uh, Nick and Joey Bosa had, you know, when they came out of Ohio State. I think he's that same level of player. So that's if you're the Eagles, that's the one. That's the one scary part is your offensive line, which has had uh, has had some personnel issues this off season, and you lose Brandon Brooks, and there's some question about Jason Peters now moving out to left tackle. The offensive line isn't the strength that we all thought it was going to be, and Washington's strength is clearly right there in their pass rush. So if the Eagles can can block their their front, uh, I think they'll make enough plays. Uh, Carson Wentz will find a way to make some plays and win the game. I, I don't think it's going to be high scoring because I don't think I don't think Washington's capable of scoring a lot of points. I think they're going to struggle to score all year. But I think the Eagles will win this, and I think it'll be a low scoring game. But I think the Eagles will get off to a one and zero start. And your prediction score, Ray? Again, I'm thinking low. Uh, I, I'm saying 20 to seven because I think that's Washington is a team. I think last year, listen, they had the lowest scoring offense in the league last year, and I think they're going to be very much the same kind of team this year. I don't see any reason to change. So, 
they're going to give the Eagles offense some problems just because they're so strong up front. But uh, I think the Eagles will be able to find uh, a way to get enough points to get out of this one. And, they, you know, this is going to be such a crazy season. Uh, it's important to pile up the wins early because, I mean, you don't know what's going to happen three, four, five weeks down the road if they're going to have to interrupt the season or shorten the schedule or whatnot. And the schedule makers kind of did the Eagles a favor because I think they gave them three fairly winnable games to start. And uh, if the Eagles can get off to a nice 3-0 and start, which I think is doable, you know, that'll set them up well for whatever happens beyond that. And if they, if Ray, if they are able to complete a 16-game regular season and head into the playoffs, how, you know, however it is, if they're able to do it as, as planned or if they have to make adjustments, what do you think the Eagles' record is going to be? Um, I think there's going to be so many changes. I think that's, you know, but between COVID and I think because the, the kind of the training camp it's been, I don't think the players physically are, are as ready to start a season as they have. So I think the injury factor may even be greater than it has been most years. Um, so I, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a tough year for a lot of teams. And I think the Eagles are right there. I think they have the talent to, to, to push through it, but I think it's going to be a struggle. So Right now, I'm going to I'm going to put them at nine and seven. I think they'll make the playoffs because uh, they've added they've expanded the playoff field this year, which helps. So I think they'll make the playoffs again. But right now, I see them about nine and seven, and uh, and I think from what I've seen of the Dallas Cowboys, I think I think they're the best, I think the Cowboys right now are the strongest team in the division. So right now, if you ask me to pick it, I would say Dallas wins the division, but the Eagles went go nine and seven and get back into the playoffs as a wild card. Well, Sunday's only two days away. Uh, looking forward to it, Ray, and uh, we will chat Monday morning and recap the game. I look forward to that, Dave. Thanks, Ray. Hall of Famer Ray Dininger of WIP and NBC Sports Philadelphia. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.